0: Hallelujah. The presence of the living God is here. Oh my my. my Oh, there are angels in the building. I say there are angels here in the building. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for your mighty presence. You promised us where two or three would gather in your name. You would be right in our midst, and truly, Lord, you are here. We we feel your presence. We acknowledge your presence. Oh, God, you've come to meet with us again today, to draw us nearer to you, closer and closer and closer. Gifts of the Spirit are here, manifest. We've heard a word of prophecy. The Lord said, come to me, come to me. God is reaching out, not just one of us, not for two of us, all of us, he's reaching out. He's drawing us, he's drawing us. It's not us drawing to him, it's him drawing us. Hallelujah. There is a, a sense of urgency in the atmosphere, an urgency in the atmosphere. I see a sense of, of God demanding something from us today, 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 today. Pastor said you're not here by mistake, you're not here just by invitation, but I don't think you could be anywhere else but here because God directed your steps and there are some things God wants you to hear today, there are some things God wants you to understand And we are walking on holy ground. So through this sermon, this message, this preaching today, I want us to be prayerful the whole time. I want us to be prayerful. There's somebody behind you, sitting behind you right now, whose eternity is hanging in the balance. And today could be the day they make a decision. Somebody right now listening, their heart is going to be changed and they're going to live for God. More than they've ever lived before because, because of what God is doing today, today, today. Jesus said, I call you be fishes of men. I'm telling you, the net is cast. And I'm here to determine to catch everything that's biting. Glory to God. We have a baptistry already ready for anyone that wants to be baptized today. Today, today. We already got the water prepared. We don't have baptism Sunday. We don't have baptism week. We have baptism every service. Every service. Hallelujah. When your heart is right, when you are ready to make that decision to live for God, I'm telling you, we are ready for you. Amen. I believe before the service is over, somebody's going to be filled with the Holy Ghost right while I'm preaching the word. Somebody will be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost just like in the Bible. That's the kind of God we serve. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And now we're about to go into some serious business because the Bible says God chose by the foolishness of preaching to save them that would believe. My prayer today is that somebody here will believe the word of God. Let me direct you to the Old Testament prophet Amos in the fourth chapter of the prophet Amos God is he's trying to reason with his people they had drifted away from him his desire is that they be close and have relationship and God was dealing with them and God was like And he's telling some of us here today, what what more do I have to do to get you to come close to me? He told the children of Israel, he said, I've blessed you. I have blessed you. I have loved you. And sometimes that's what God does to get your attention. He just bless you, bless you, bless you, love you, protect you, take care of you. That's what he did to me. That's what turned me around. Cause one day I just, I just realized, God, you've been so good to me. Yeah. When, when I, when I recognize what, ha- what happened to that person and what happened to that person and how this one got so messed up, how close to death I came, but, but you saved me. And what have I done? I've done nothing. Oh, Lord, you I owe you everything because you've been so good. Sometimes his love, his love will draw you to him. And if that doesn't work, then God would allow situations to come. He would allow trauma. He would allow tragedy. He would, he would allow the bottom to fall out in your life. If he can't love you to him, then maybe trouble will draw you to him. And you know, it really doesn't matter what it takes as long as you get to him. And he said, what what, what more do I have to do? All these things I've tried. And in Amos chapter 4 and verse 12, he, he says to the children of Israel, Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel. And because I will do this unto thee. Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Prepare to meet thy God. What, What more does he have to do to get you to come? For God so loved the know what? He can't love you any more than he loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, he can't give you any more than what he's given. That whosoever would believe, he can't make it any easier for you to come. And so for the next few minutes, the Lord placed this so heavily in my heart to speak to you on this subject. Prepare, prepare to meet thy God. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, this moment is now and may never come again. It has never been here before. Now is the accepted time. Every man, woman, young person, child. Lord God, help us to be attentive to your spirit. Our ears are open. Our hearts are open. Speak to me. Holy Spirit, let me hear your voice. I will not harden my heart. Help me to yield to your everlasting spirit. This day we pray. And everyone say, In Jesus' name. Praise God. Look at somebody beside you, behind you, in front of you, and say, "Get Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Amen. God bless you this morning, and you may be seated. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, prepare. To meet thy God. This warning from God was originally given to the children of Israel. But now, everyone say now. now. Now it is given to the whole world. If you look at the book of Isaiah, the 45th chapter, we're going to put these scriptures on the screen for you. Isaiah chapter 45 at verse number 22 to verse number 23. We hear The words of the Lord God speaking to us from the eons of time. Hear what the Lord says. God says, look unto me and be ye saved. Who? All the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. Who's speaking? Who is speaking? God is speaking, I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and it shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. First of all, God says if you're going to look anywhere, look unto him. If you want to be saved, he is the only way. He is the only truth. He is the only salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, every knee shall bow. That was later confirmed in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul. In the book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 11 and 12, you find where Paul writes these words. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow. Amen. Your knee gonna bow. I said, your knee gonna bow. Every tongue is gonna confess. Oh, yes, you will. God said you will. You may not want to do it now, but you will do it one day. Glory to God. There are so many people walking around here too proud to bow, too proud to humble themselves, too proud to recognize who God really is. But I tell you, there's a day that's a coming when you're going to stand before the great white throne of judgment, whether you believe it or not, whether you are ready or not. Hallelujah. You will bow on that day. But I tell you, my brothers and sisters, on that judgment day, let me tell you something. I'd rather bow now. I'd rather bow my knee and say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, however you want me to do it, you are Lord. I believe and confess Jesus is the Lord. Amen. Amen. Every one of us, the Bible says, shall give an account of himself to God. I'm going to tell you something. You might miss your doctor's appointment. You might miss your lawyer's appointment or your dentist's appointment, but there's one appointment you're not going to miss. For it is appointed once for man to die. But after that comes the judgment. Every last one of us is going to stand before the creator and we're going to have to give an account for ourselves. Mama ain't going to be able to help you then. Daddy, not going to be able to help you then. You're not going to be able to hide behind the preacher. You're going to have to stand before the almighty God for yourself. Oh, glory to God. So the Bible teaches us all of us must meet God one of these days. Every single person in this sanctuary has an appointment with God. So in this message, I want to, I want to deal with four things, four particular things questions I want to bring an answer to in this message. Number one, number one, who needs to prepare to meet God? I want it to be absolutely clear before you leave this sanctuary. Who needs to prepare to meet God? Number two, when should a person prepare to meet God? The third question I want to deal with, how does a person prepare to meet God? And then the last question, what will happen if you neglect to prepare to meet God. You got your seatbelts on? Amen. Y'all gonna help the brother preach? Alright, question number one. Who needs to prepare? Who needs to prepare? Let's listen to what the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse number 20. I'm gonna move pretty quickly here. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse number 20. The writer in the Ecclesiastes says there is not A just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not not a single one in other words even a good man there is not a good man that do good things that is not a sinner I'll tell you my brothers and sisters if you ever meet somebody that's not a sinner I want to meet (laughs) him hallelujah I remember some years ago man I met this guy he was all, oh, he was so flamboyant. He was loud and every day come to work with a great big Bible. He wants you to know he was religious. He carried a big old family Bible. <laughs> and he was walking around preaching and quoting scriptures. And one day he was outside the gate of the shipyard and yelling and screaming and hollering. And I stood by and listened to him preach. And he started pointing his fingers at people saying, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. And I stopped I said, hey man, hold on for a second. What are you? He said, I'm saved. I said, but are you a sinner? He said, no, I'm not a sinner. I said, get out of town. (laughs) You're not a sinner? He said, no, I'm not a sinner. I said, well, I will confess. I am saved, but I am still a sinner saved by grace. There's not a single one of us any better than anybody else. All of us have sinned. Amen. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, in verse number 23, the scriptures declare all, everyone say all, all All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, since all of us have sinned, then all of us must prepare to meet God because you will never be good enough on your own. You can never be righteous enough on your own. You can never do good enough to merit you going into the kingdom of God. Oh, I see people every day talking about what Brother Easter Nobody's perfect You are absolutely correct Well, I'm not as bad as her You might be right I'm not as bad as him I never killed nobody I never never stole nothing from the store I never robbed a bank I'm a pretty decent person But that won't get you into the kingdom of God The Bible says our righteousness Is like filthy rags to a holy God Hallelujah Let me just, uh Get, get, get some response here from the audience. How many in this room would like to go to heaven one day? Would you raise your hand? Okay, put your hands down. Now, how many in this room, because I don't think y'all understood what I was saying. How many in this room want to walk the streets of gold one of these days? Yeah. How many want your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life and spend eternity throughout all eternity with the Lord God? (laughs) Hallelujah! 99% of your hands went up. 99%. You said 99%? Yep, because in every church there's a knucklehead (laughs) that don't want to, I don't want to raise my hand. Amen. But the consensus is everybody with good sense, I would imagine, wants to go to heaven. But the problem is they want to go on their terms. They want to go their way. Everybody has their own idea. And that's why there's so many different churches and so many different denominations. We do it this way. They do it that way. They over here doing it another way. But I'm here to tell you there's only one way. There's only one Lord. There's only one God. There's only one gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. And we all must go the same exact way. Praise God. And I want to go to heaven. I want to be saved. But we've got to do it God's way. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So all of us, every last one of us, must make preparations. In the book of Revelations, chapter 21, and verse number 27, it talks about that beautiful city. And the Bible says, there in that beautiful city shall in no wise I mean no way Jose shall enter into it anything anything that defileth anything that worketh abomination or maketh a lie but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life they're the only ones that's going to find residence in that holy city Lord I want my name written in the book I want my name written in the book I want to go to heaven You're not going to make it on your own. You're not going to make it on your own merits. And in my studying, I come across a a conclusion. I believe I'm right. I believe I'm right on this deal. You want to go to heaven, there's one one prerequisite. There's one ingredient you got to have. If you want to make it to heaven, there's one thing that you must have in order to make it to heaven. And I'm telling you, brothers, if that one thing was known, I want to know what it is. You want to know what it is? You wanna know what it is? That one thing, you need it. You need it. You need it. Pastor needs it. We all need this one thing. When we, if, if we're able to get to the pearly gate, you know, people say, Peter's at the gate and he asked the question, what, why should I let you in? One thing, one thing will get you in and you need that one thing. And I'm gonna tell you what that one thing is. You ready? Get away like you ready, are you ready? I'm going to tell you that one thing. I'm going to tell you what that one thing is you need. you got to have this. If you don't have this, you better go on back to the store and get some. But this is the one thing you need, I need, we all need. And that one thing is this. Perfection. Perfection. In other words, for you to get through that pearly gate. Walk the streets of gold. Have your name written in the book of life. You have got to be perfect. So you know what that means? All of us in trouble. Be in trouble. Because I look around, I don't see nobody perfect i don't see nobody got it all together i don't see nobody without anything on your record amen we're all lost we're all in trouble we all need jesus we all need the blood we all need his mercy and we all need to be perfect so brother Easter, nobody's perfect how can we be perfect well there's only one that's perfect without spot, without blemish, nothing on his record, no curse words, no acts of sin, absolutely perfect, and his name is Jesus, and the only way you can walk those streets of gold, enter to that glorious city, is you've got to be in him. And the only way to get in him. Ye must be born again. Of the water. And of the spirit. Oh my God. I want to get in him. If that's the way. Then that's what I need to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Who is that for? All of us. Answer the question number one. Who needs to be prepared? We all do. Every last one of us. Question number two is when. 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 When, Brother Easter, should we prepare in Psalms chapter 95 and verse number 7? You'll find the words that David said, today. Everyone see that word, today. Everyone say today. 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 He is our God. We are the people of his pasture, the sheep of the land. Today, if you will hear his voice. The time to get ready to be prepared is today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, not next Sunday, not even tonight's service, but today. Amen. That's the Holy Ghost talking. Today, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 2, the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthian church. This is what Paul says in his writing. Paul said, now. Everyone say Now. That's N-O-W right now. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Glory to God You may not even realize it You might have woke up thinking today was just a regular day It's not a regular day This is an anointed day This is a special day This is God's day And today, glory to God Today, somebody need to get saved Everybody clap your hands to the Lord (laughs) Hallelujah Every now and then I think the devil don't want us to hear it But I don't care what the devil don't allow, I'm going to hear it anyhow, I'm going to believe it anyhow today, 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 right now, today, this is it, this is it, I'm telling you brother, this is your day today, glory to God, you came to church, somebody invited you, no, it's bigger picture than that, God is moving, God is arranging, God is delegating, God is directing, he's directing your paths, and he wants you when? Today, Behold, right now, right now, glory to God. If you listen to the devil, the devil says, you're not ready yet. The devil says, it's not your time. The devil says, "You, you didn't expect this. Well, let me tell you something. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. He wants you to stay in bondage. He wants you to stay in sin. He wants you to gamble with your soul. Don't do it. Hear the voice of the Lord. Behold, now, now. is your time. (laughs) Hallelujah. The clock is ticking. Opportunities are going fast. And you know what's so sad? Today. Today. Countless souls have gone into eternity. Countless people have died today. Today's date is going to be somebody's tombstone. On today's date, they're gonna engrave it on their grave. Today's date, the last day of their life. Some people expecting it, some suddenly. Cause you never know when your last day gonna be. You don't know. You don't know, and you cannot afford to gamble with your soul, your eternity. I don't understand. I don't don't know about all this. One of these days, you're going to have to make a choice. One of these days, you're going to have to make a stand, whether you understand it or not. People say, well, Brother Easter, I, I, I need to do a little more research. I need to understand before I do something. Well, you know what? That's not the case with everything you do. Don't, don't come here tell me I got to understand it first. Right. No, 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 no. Because when you flip that switch and you want to turn the light on, don't, don't tell me you got to understand how electricity works before you turn the light on. No, 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 don't tell me that. Don't you tell me you got to understand the mechanics of a car when you switch the, the, the key in the car and the engine. No, 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 you don't understand none of that stuff. All you know is when you turn it, it works. Yeah. Glory to God. I'm telling you, if you believe and you are baptized, you shall be saved. It works. It works. I'm here to tell you, it really, really, really works. Hallelujah. Today. Today. Look at your friend and say "Today." today. I know you weren't expecting it. But today is your day to prepare. Why? God said so. Not the preacher. God's word said so. Everyone say today. today. Hallelujah. If you prepare, you will enter. If you fail to prepare, you will not enter. Who needs to prepare? You do. When? Today. Now, this very moment. Some of you need to already be thinking. How you going to get up and how you going to come down to the front. And how you going to tell somebody today, I need to be baptized. Amen. Amen. Cause we we ready for you right now. Amen. Every service we got the ward ready. Yes. You talk about changing clothes. We got baptismal garments for you to dress in. All yes. right. What about my side? Don't worry. One size fit all. Yes. We got you covered. We got ministers standing by and ready to pray for you. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible says be instant, in season, out of season. You don't know when your last moment is going to be. David said ain't but one step, ain't but one step between me and death. Somebody say amen. amen. Praise God. I want us to look at that verse, if you will. 1 Samuel chapter 20 and verse number 3. 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 3. This is what David said. David swear moreover and said, Thy father certainly knoweth that I have found grace in thine eyes. And he saith, Let not Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, listen, there is but a step between me and death. You sitting there thinking you got time? You sitting there thinking you got a couple of more years to go. You might be young and don't even think about your end of life. You might be old and you thinking you got a little bit more time. But David said, ain't but a step. Ain't but a step between you and eternity The problem is you don't know what step that's going to be It might be four steps before you get out in the parking lot It might be a thousand steps before you even click over But I'm telling you something Ain't but one step And that's all it takes for you to slip into eternity My brothers and sisters We can't afford to gamble with our soul Our soul is eternal Our soul is precious And there's a lot of souls in hell today they're burning in hell right now. Some of them, you know, you know them. People you grew up with, family members. And I know we don't like to think about our loved ones going to hell, but that don't change the truth of the scripture. Amen. And i tell you something. If we could hear the cries of hell today, there are people down there screaming, warn them not to come here. Go to my father's house and tell them to be saved. Amen. I doubt there's anybody in hell who wants you to come. And the saddest thing about being in hell is the realization you didn't have to go. Because you had a chance. Amen. Today. Hallelujah. Third question How does a person prepare? First question is All of us need to prepare. Second is Today. When? Today. Third question How? How? That's the same question Job asked in Job chapter 25 and verse number 4. Listen to what Job said. Job said, how then can a man, how can a man be justified with God? How can a man be innocent of all charges before God? A man that is born of a woman, how, how can he be clean? I'm born in sin. I'm born in unrighteousness. God is holy. I'm unholy. God is righteous. I'm unrighteous. God is good. I am bad. How can I stand before a holy God and be pronounced justified, clear of all sin? Hallelujah. Woo. How, how can that happen? Well, Job wasn't the only one that asked that question. In Acts chapter 2 and verse number 37, they asked that question. And Acts chapter 2 and verse number 37, said says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, What shall we do? What shall we do? How can we get this thing straight? Right. You might be asking that question yourself. I've tried this and I've tried that. And I've been to this church and I'm a member of this church. And your life is still messed up. Because you're trying to live for God in your own strength. You're trying to live for God under your own power. What you need is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Sister, you need the Holy Ghost. Brother, you need the Holy Ghost. God command, be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, what do I need to do? They asked that question in Acts 3. Acts number 2, verse 37. What shall we do? The answer comes in the next verse, verse number 38. Hold on now. Now time to loosen your seatbelt. Hallelujah. We get ready to go up. We get ready to go up. Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. I want the screen. Is it on the screen? There it is. Can y'all see it? Can y'all see this in the back? Do you have your Bibles? I want you to read it right along with me. This is what you need to do, sir. And Peter said unto them, read. What? Repent. Say it again. Repent. That's the first thing you need to do. You need to make up your mind today. You need to repent. That's not a suggestion. That's a commandment from God. Repent means make a decision to turn around. Change your attitude. Change your direction. Whereas you was walking in one way, turn around and walk toward God. Now is the time to do it. Repent. Everyone say repent. Repent. What else does it say? And... stop right there be baptized be baptized let me tell you being baptized is not just a church tradition it's just not some ordinance of the church you can do without if you want to be saved you are commanded to repent and then be baptized glory to God when you're baptized we take that old filthy dirty messed up you and we bury you in that water when you come about the water all your sins all your past all your junk hallelujah it's left there in the waters of baptism. <clears throat> you rise up to walk in the newness. All things are passed away. I wish somebody had told me this a long time ago. Hallelujah. I've been to so many different churches. i never heard nobody preach this. Amen. But he said all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You got a new life. You got a new name. You got a new father. You got a new destiny. You got a new hope. Who doesn't want that? Glory to God. Be baptized. Who? Every single one of you that's in this room, that's talking about you, lady. That's talking about you, sir. That's talking about you, young man. Glory to God. You can sit there with your arms crossed and a frown on your face all you want to. You can sit there looking all proud and pressy all you want to. But a day is coming. A day is coming If you don't obey God I say a day is coming You're going to regret every opportunity you let slip by You're going to wish you had another chance You're going to wish you had listened to the word of God Every one of you If you're not baptized This is a commandment for you to do Today Today No go home think about it No go home google it None of that and when you are baptized, it's got to be done right. Yes. What does the scripture say? In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. That name is power. That name is deliverance. That name is a strong tower where the righteous can run in and be safe. <laughs> Glory to God. Ain't no other baptism. Only one baptism. There's no other baptism. I know you came up in the Catholic Church and they did your catechisms and they sprinkled you with water and anointed you with oil and did all that stuff, none of that's in the Bible. None of it. When you went to that water and that preacher said in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, they did it Catholic style. Nobody in the Bible did it that way. Jesus said, "Use the name. Baptize all nations in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name, the name, the name, the name, the name, the name, the name. The name. Yeah. Glory to God! You got to get baptized in the name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the Holy Ghost speaking. Right. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why is that so important? The Scripture says it's for a reason. Right. What, what does it say? What does it say? It's for the remission of sins. It's for the wiping away, the erasing away of all your sins. Can you imagine all your sins washed away? That's how you can stand before God and have nothing on your record. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah! My sins been washed away. My sins been remitted. And it don't stop there. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. And you shall. Not you might, not you could have, but you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost that I give you joy unspeakable and full. You wonder why we clap? You wonder why we get excited? It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how. This is the how. Amen. And then the last question, what's going to happen to you if you don't, if you don't do it? John chapter 3 verse number 36, John chapter 3 and verse 36, look, look at what Jesus said, He that believe on the Son, you have everlasting life, never ending life, starting right now, (laughs) present tense. He that believes not the son, you're not going to see life. That's one beautiful thing about the Lord. He puts it all out there. But the wrath of God is on you. The wrath, the anger of God. And you could talk about, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. God is angry with you. I believe God. Jesus said, how can you say you believe me? and You don't do what things I tell you to do. The wrath of God is abiding over you. Hallelujah. You don't want to live under the wrath. The Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. And all these preachers telling you God is love. He loves you. He loves you. But he's mad when you reject him. Amen. Two more verses and I'm done. John chapter 8 verse number 24. This is what's going to happen if you refuse him today. Jesus, I said, therefore, unto you, you shall die in your sins. If you believe not that I am here, you're going to die in your sins. You're going to die in your sinful condition. Eternity is going to be long and hot. You don't have to go there. And let me tell you something else. There is nothing, there is nothing in this world worth going to hell over. Amen. Nothing. And then this last verse. 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 1. Beginning at verse number 7. 7 through 9. And then I'm going to be finished. This this is what's going to happen to you. If you refuse. God's reaching out to you today. Verse number 7 starts. And to you who are troubled. Rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven. And he's coming back with his holy angels. Glory to God. But well, look at how he's coming. Look at how he's coming. He's not coming back the second time a baby in a manger. No. No. He's not coming back the second time standing on a mountain with his hand stretched out saying, Blessed are the meek in spirit. No, no, no. He's coming back in flaming fire. Taking vengeance. Pay back. For every Christ-rejecting person, payback on them that, number two, that number one, don't know God. Number two, obey not the gospel. Don't know God, obey not the gospel. Don't know God and obey not the gospel. Is that you? Is that you? You don't know God. How can you know God and disobey him? You don't know the gospel. You not obeyed it. Acts 2.38, I just gave it to you. Some of y'all got your minds made up. I ain't going out there today. But you're going to meet Jesus one day. He's going to come. Look, he shall. those shall be punished with everlasting destruction. When you go to hell, when you go to the lake of fire, there's no ending, no ending, no ending, no ending, no ending. No ending. Eternal punishment. You feel, you hear, you remember for eternity. Burning in hell. A place that wasn't prepared for you. It was prepared for Satan and his demons. You're going to have your place right there with them. Everlasting destruction away from the presence of God. Away from the glory of his power. And you know what God says? It's all up to you. It's your choice. It's your choice. Well, preacher, I don't want me, don't be pressuring me. I don't want no preacher pressure with me. Well, excuse me then. Because the devil pressures you every day. Amen. The devil pressures you every day. And God is reaching out to somebody here today and saying, you know what? Today's your day. Prepare. To meet your God. Let's stand together. Let's stand together. Ready or not. Here he comes. Ready or not. Death is coming. Ready or not. The rapture is going to take place. Ready or not it's going to happen believe it or not it's going to happen jesus said i go to prepare a place for you and where i am there you may be also heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people so let me ask you something are you ready today to obey God Jesus calling you Jesus is calling you repent and be baptized today in the name of Jesus Christ all your sins washed away and he will fill you with his spirit. Yes. Whosoever will. Let him come. Church, let's, let's pray for those that need to come right now. There's somebody standing next to you that needs help. If you'd offer them an opportunity, I'll go with you. You want to go down to pray. Would you like to be saved? I mean truly saved. Would you like your life to be changed? Would you like to be born again? Would you come? You said you want to go to heaven. Do you want to obey God today? Today. 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 The devil. Devil. Get out of my ear. Get out. Uh Uh-uh. No, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you in my life. I'm tired of you. Leave me alone. I'm going to Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what the word says. I I hear it. I believe it. I saw it. I'm going to do what God says. I'm going to do what God says. I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. Here I am, Lord. I'm coming, Jesus. I trust you. I'm going to do it. I, I thought I was baptized right, but I'm not sure. But I'm going to be sure today. I'm going to get it right. I'm telling you, my brother, don't let nothing stop you. Don't let that girl stop you. Don't let, lady, don't let that man stop you.